It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter Hurst, and Andrew Molnar-Molnar-Rock. And the season has finally kicked off and here, and isn't it a great uh, thing indeed, i tell you what, I've... Uh, didn't want to wait long for this season to hit, and it did hit in a big way tonight in the game between Souths and Brisbane. Andrew Moldog Molinaroli joins us and back for the new year, mate. You missed round one, but uh, here for for our second episode, and good to have you on board. Yeah, good to be back. I can't wait. The footy's, uh, footy's finally back. That's right, and it was a big win for Souths. Pete with, with us as well, mate, and they really dominated, didn't they? Oh, yeah. A great performance from the from uh, the defending premiers, no premiership hangover at all. They just absolutely annihilated Brisbane up there across the park. And Ryan MS, unfortunately, uh, can't be with us as a bit of an emergency at home, but um, hoping um, he will be with us for the Sunday night show. Just um, myself and Ryan will rapid fire through the week's games and give you those super coach numbers all you need to know about uh, what went on over the weekend but this is a little bit more relaxed the round table show where we just sort of sit back we talk about the Thursday night game uh, we, and we talk about other games we've got a, a new website up www.supercoachpros.com that's p-r-o-s.com and um, a lot of information on there, all the player profiles, um, blogs. Pete, you've got your For the Win blog up there now, and, and Moldog, a couple of blogs of yours, I think, you know, got the money makers. You're going to have that each and every week. Yeah, mate, I'll, I'll try my best. Uh, I think uh, this week I should be right. I think I'm, I think I'm pretty solid. Yeah, there's some good-looking players on that. So, like I said, go to www.supercoachpros.com. And if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter. Um, it's supercoachpros. That's uh, supercoachpros. And um, we'll tweet out the information before each game. So you would have seen um, if you're already following us um, tonight. Not a lot to talk about because of the fact there were no changes. But as the season goes on, there's going to be some that real sort of game time information you need to know. And that's where the Twitter feed would be great for that and any breaking news. And finally, you can um, subscribe um, to our email newsletter where we give you all the day's information there. It's all free. Just go to that website, www.supercoachpros.com. And... Um, with that Souths win, Pete, uh, a few players I think impressed that Luke Keary was uh, pretty good. Isaac Luke, there was a lot of room out of dummy half. We'll talk a bit more about that new rule or the new interpretation of the rule. Um, dummy half's getting more space. but um, And at one of the cheapies, Chris, Chris Greavesmore, he actually looked quite good, I thought. Yeah, Greavesmore was, was excellent. was running onto the ball, was just following um, following Isaac Luke, basically uh, doing, a, doing a great job for the Bunnies. Um, Adam Reynolds got man of the match and, and very deservedly so, but really South, so I said, we're just too good, too good all over the park. And if you've got a few South players in your super coach team, if you've got them at reasonable value, I said, Griezmann being the, being the one who's, you know, mm. uh, apparently spent a couple of years up with the Cowboys, but didn't really go anywhere, but might be a real breakout year for him. Yeah, I think we've got to keep a close eye if you haven't already got him in your team before those um, numbers change away played tonight anyway. And Moldog, a lot of people would have been tossing up Sean Johnson or maybe Adam Reynolds for that halfback spot. Reynolds, for mine, it really came down to the fact you can't play the two positions as the only sort of drawback. But the way he played tonight, it's not going to matter. Well, I mean, he, he's running the ball a whole 
he seems to be breaking more tackles as well. So, uh, and again, goal kicking, it's, just, it's a guaranteed two points every time he sets up to kick the ball. Uh, personally, I, I love, love Sean. He's always my first time pick. He's, he's out on the ball at the moment. Um, I'll, put, I'll put, put it out there. But uh, yeah, I was thinking tonight actually, gee with uh, Reynolds stacking up the points. Certainly before too long, um, you'll want to coordinate your side so you've got two halfbacks playing and two hookers playing, I think, as, you, as part of your four-man bench. I think you want those big names in there. The way that speed of the ball is going and um, of the play the ball is going, I think the smaller men are, are going to get a, a price rise out of, out of that, a real boon for those guys. Um, we'll talk about Brisbane just briefly before we get into that dummy half rule. Um, Wayne Bennett, Pete, you know him as well as anyone when he coached St George, of course, your team. Um, that structure, you know, you've got a guy like Anthony Milford, you know, big name signing. It, you know, it fell flat on its face tonight. It's early, early days, and they made a lot of errors at Broncos, which is not Wayne Bennett football. But, you know, that type of football, you're, you, the questions will start sort of coming about it. I think so. <clears throat> well, don't forget also that Milford was signed before Bennett went to the club. Mm. He was one of about four fullbacks they had on their books uh, six months ago. They're now down to Milford and the young uh, Kahu, at, um, who was playing fullback tonight, who had an average game. Uh, Milford, yeah, I don't know whether he is a 5 8. It might take some time. Um, I remember, of course, you know, you think of the successful transition that Lockyer had from fullback to, to 5 8 at mm. Brisbane under. Under Bennett, but he already had a lot of experience behind him. I think he probably even played Origin at fullback um, at that point in his career. He already played about 100, 150 games at fullback, and he knew the knew the club. Whereas Milford, new position and a new club and a new coach, um, it's, it was a tough gig. It was always going to be a tough gig, and that's what I put in the article. I thought that I don't think Brisbane will really hit their straps for about another four to six weeks, and uh, I saw proof of the pudding in that tonight. We did, and um, Moldog, you picked up on Corey Park. I mean, he's such a, a big name in Supercoach and a big price, but a minute slide, it seemed, today. Yeah, I noticed he was off for around 25 minutes, which is, uh, I mean, for him, he could play eight minutes. I mean, no, it was hot, but he, he's an eight-minute player, and he just, he's not being those tackles, the offloads, and then, I mean, obviously, he's got the four points to get the goals, but he's just obviously not... Racking up the points of his last minutes, and I, I think personally, I think it's going to affect his uh, his points this year. And he, he's probably a, I'm going to say, he's probably a, probably a off buying him a, a, a better option for some price would be uh, much better suited to him this year. Yeah, I think that um, any player that high, like there's not a lot, of, not 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 a lot to, not a lot of place to go. I guess there's nowhere to really go. Well, that's right. I mean, he's break even something like seventy, I think, so, or eighty maybe. So it's very risky, and I know like, you want to get he, those big points. Money, or he's going to, uh, yeah, just I don't think he's going to be a, a keeper this year. Yeah, I, look, I tend to agree. I, I you know the way that I sort of play trying to go for that end of year you know winning the the super coach finals games and and you're trying to win your league and and I know that there's a lot of prizes on offer for winning the whole thing in super coach especially this year uh, it's gone through the roof so everyone wants to hit the ground running um, 
and pick up some of these big names, but it's very risky. It's it's a high risk, high reward way. Whereas some of these cheapies, you can make a lot of money in by the middle of the year. You'll have a very very strong squad. So, so uh, Corey Parker, we're saying at the moment, you know. Um, Buyer beware. It's pro- he's probably a bit overpriced. I like a guy like Andrew Fafita. If that's if that's where you want to go, that real big name, big price. He's a bit. He's quite a bit cheaper. But I just think his upside is is far greater. And I think if anything, he's going to be stronger this year than he was last year. And I think Cronulla are going to be strong. Um, it's much stronger too. Their, their side looks very good. And there's a number of players for the Sharks that could be very. Um, very good for you and make you a bit of money. Um, we, we could talk about that either on this show and in future shows of Sharks, but what we want to do is talk about this new interpretation, the rule around the ruck. And, and well, I'll go back to you because I know that you've been sort of following it closely, but, you know, these guys, Isaac Luke tonight, and there's other hookers in the game in that mould. Robbie Farrah will be another. They're their points will go up, and the halves as well. These guys like Reynolds will go well, up accordingly. Well, I mean, I heard on the commentary they, they said they didn't notice too much, but I thought I thought the game was so much quicker tonight, even in the heat. Um, mm. And Isaac Luke was getting out of the dummy half so quick, uh, getting some offloads, getting runs. Uh, he put Greg, Greg English into a to a gap. It's kind of a try. So there's, there's a linebacker yep. uh Probably far. He's so skillful around that right. Quick play the ball. He's out. Cameron Smith. Yeah. Segiaro, these guys. James Segiaro, I think, is going to get a big up. Yeah, these guys, their, their points are going to go up through the roof. Just, just on this alone. Um, just those those guys there. I mean, yeah, I just don't know who, who else would there be. But Matty Barn doesn't explode as much. But yeah, those those real top echelon hookers do. Yeah, with a bit more zip, you know, you, you sort of other guys have done well in the past, your Jake friends, um, you know, that, there might be a bit more of a gap now between a guy like Jake That's Friend. right. Just like, like I was saying, Matty Ballard, like those, those tackling machine kind of mm. hookers, they're not really the zippy out of the, out of the blocks, out of the, quick off the mark. They just, they just absorb all the tackles. But, you know, like, Robbie, like I said, Robbie Farasigia, all those guys, yeah. Yeah, and it will be interesting on one of your blogs there, um, Moldog, with Kieran Mosley from the Gold Coast getting a shot there ahead of Matt Schramm. I think you know he had a good game in the Indigenous All-Stars match. And These are the type of players that, that we're looking at. Very cheap, good bargain, stick on your bench and, and see what happens. Uh, the new rule, I really think it will, will go that way. Um, and speaking of, of guys that like to play with that extra speed, one of the St George players used to be, of course, uh, my team West Tigers. Pete is uh, Benji Marshall. He's lost a few kgs and he's he's looking quite fit actually and, and raring to go. He is. Uh, I watched the Charity Shield game with interest and in, um, St George, oh the Dragons, I should say these today to be politically correct, <laughs> um, scored a great try for set move uh, close to South Sydney's line where. Where Benji actually ran with the ball, stepped inside, outside, and scored. So um, that was very good to see. Hopefully, for all league fans' sake, and particularly the Dragons, he's actually back in form, and he, he might be pretty, uh, pretty reasonable value for your super coach team if you haven't already got him. Um, it will be interesting to see how he goes. Yeah, he's one of those those players that um, is definitely. You know, it, it is a bit of a risk, but it, but it's an interesting price. So three twenty three. You know, maybe last year he was a bit under the weather, but 
he's shown a lot of signs of improvement for this year and at 323 could do worse he could do a lot worse um there's a game on well tomorrow night at the time that we're recording this many of you will be listening to to this podcast by the time the game is just about to get underway potentially or even after but paramount and manly i can't wait for it and a guy that really impressed me last year was tepai maroa um he looks a little bit like Nathan Highmarsh, and that's what and that's what he's going to get the interpretation of. But but as far as his ball running skills, they're far superior, and um, it, it, this guy could could go a long way. And and the price at the moment is very very affordable, I think. And and it's someone for mine that you know two seventy four thousand. Like get in your get in your side somewhere and and just watch that grow as the year goes on, barring an injury, of course. But uh, uh, for mine, like he'll be a guy I'll be keeping a close eye on tomorrow night. And another one I think, uh, Muldog for the Eels was is Chris Sando because he was very good at the nines. He ran the show for Parramatta. They had a pretty good tournament, and it was all on the back pretty much of Chris Sando. So maybe he's ready for a bit of a breakout year. And we've seen with Harbs in the past, Ben Hunt, Albert Kelly, these guys that are known. They're not complete unknowns, but they they go from that mid range to the to the high range. And, and you know, what do you think about Sando as a potential money maker? Well, two years ago, I would have said yes. I mean, I, I think I had him in my team two years ago, and he was he was a great great earner. But um, at the moment, he's, he's a bit rocks and diamonds. I mean, he's, he's he's a really good player, and and when he scores scores a lot of he scores well. But um, I'm not convinced on. I mean, I'm looking at it holistically. Like, I don't think I don't know how Parra are going to go without Hayne and I think with uh, with Standout, he's he's feeding a lot of Hayne So I'd, I'd wait for a, a round or two just uh, just on Standout. I'm really intrigued um, about him, and and maybe it's a, it's a case of um, you know with with Hank not there, it's going to come down to him. I don't see a lot of other players that are going to be able to do that creation. And, and I think that maybe Will Hopawati, maybe the two of those can get a combination, Sando and Hopawati. And then you've got your, your wingers like Tautai and Rad Raja, who were quite good last year. Um, you know, they're going to be relying, like you say, on that creation. I think Reese Robinson's come up from Canberra, but whether his best it's years past him, you know. Sorry, what was that, Pete? He's a good buy too. If you get him cheap, I think he'd be a very good buy. He's two, had a lot of Two thirty-one a couple of years ago. I tell you what, he was he was putting up some massive numbers when he'd moved mm-hmm. to fullback. I think when uh, Josh Josh Dugan first left the Raiders. Yeah, yeah I, I, I had him um, a couple of years ago, and he was one of my favourite yeah. guys having the team. And I know he just ever since yeah, he wasn't a fullback, he wasn't going to handle the ball as much. So I don't know. You see that high involvement. Yeah, and that will be the the key. But whether you know players like him who you know rely a lot on athletic prowess, they can disappear as quickly as they sort of oh, arrive. He's not, he's yeah. Athlete, yeah. Mm. So he was on the verge of Queensland selection a few years ago, and um, just on the point of Sandow as well, he's up for contract renewal at the end of this year, so. He may well, well have a very big one. Contract year. We love those words, don't we, when we're talking about taking a punt on a super coach player. And um, there was one name for Manly that, that didn't get picked this year as Michael Cheekham, or didn't get picked this week. But but he's a guy that, Moldog, that you've got big raps on. Yeah, I've had um, him in my team for the past two years. And injury or whatnot has just has hampered him. But, um, 
he's getting massive write-ups on Northern Beaches and, and you know, he looks like a big, strapping, young uh, second row, almost in the shape of uh, Sonny Williams. I mean, I'm not comparing him to him, but that's kind of what he's, he's shaped like. Um, I really want to see him play more than anything because I really think he'd be a good uh, cheapy win if he gets picked. I think he will get picked, he'll get picked sooner or later, though. They've got a few new players there, obviously, um, or, or young players that are going to go for that position that Glenn Stewart's left open. So there's there's some op- options there. And another guy who um, played well in the final series was um, their hooker. And, and that's a guy we haven't seen named yet either, but Jaden Hodges. Jaden Hodges, yeah, that's right. He's, he's going to be, a, I mean, 150-2000. If he gets a run there, you'd want to put him in the lineup too, I'd imagine. Well, he's, he's the same kind of band as Seguiara, that kind of love one, dummy half. He, um, yeah, he seat, loves the, uh, the uh, dummy half. So if he gets his shot, uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll be picking him up. The two guys I'm really intrigued in, in against Parramatta um, as far as sort of what they're going to do this year, Clint Gutherson, he's named in the centres, which is really interesting with Steve Maddow's injury, I think, the fact that he's in the centre and Hiku's on the wing. Um, intrigues me and Tom Simons uh, has got that back row spot alongside a guy that you've named um, Moldog on, on the website Felidi Matteo so that back row combination is going to be very interesting Well it's a new grow isn't it for, for Mal pretty much I mean um, you know what Mal Stewart so it's, it's it's different but super coach wise I think Matteo he was, he was a keeper a couple of years ago and now he's fallen off the rack a little bit I think uh, I think a new lease on life at Manly, uh, playing kind of like that uh, Glenn Stewart role. He's got, he's got the skills, so, and, and you know he's got a track record. So there's no no reason why I don't think a, a, a good camp on him. I, I think he's worth a gamble at this stage in the, uh, in the year. Yeah, and finally Peter Parramatta signing I, I didn't mention, um, but I like Brad Takarangi. I don't know much you saw of him when he um, was up at the Gold Coast, but there's a lot to like, and he can put up some good Supercoach numbers. Yeah, uh, I did see a little bit of him up at the Gold Coast. Um, you you make a very good point also, um, and as uh, Moldog just did with Felitti Mateos, often these players who change clubs as well you need to be uh, keep an eye on. Um, often you're just looking to impress and a bloke like Mateo getting a new lease of life and I'm sure that under the coaching like of, of Brad Arthur, the Takarangi will, um, will go quite well at Parramatta. There's an opportunity there, as we know, with uh, with Hayne gone and Hopawati moving to fullback. So, yeah, it could be a very good buy for Para. Yeah, I agree. And I like to look at some of those... Um players that got picked a little bit off the cuff, I guess, um, week to week. Sometimes we get some, you know, surprises might be too strong a word, but, you know, interesting um, player selections that we can look into a little bit deeper from a super coach perspective. And the Warriors certainly, uh, they usually bring up their fair share, let's let's be fair, but the fact that uh, Solomone Carter's been named, uh, um, I guess, as the centre pairing for Conrad Harrell is very, very intriguing. He's a big man himself and, and come through that same under-20s um, Sort of the way, the same way that Harrell announced himself. So, I mean, a cheap price, Carter, as cheap as you get. And then the guy who played a little bit last year but didn't really get going is Tumaola Lalohi. Now, he's a 5'8", really, by trade, but he's on the wing. But, um, old, I mean, the Warriors, they're, they're hot, they're, they're exciting to watch regardless. But the, these two young guys being named in the starting lineup, that, 
that's a that's a great opportunity as a super coach player to, to okay, let's ride, let's let's take him on. Well, I'll pick up Carter because just purely on his his uh, nice form, he looked yeah. he looked very good. I mean, they're all built the same. Other those bigger Warriors centers, so I mean, they're always going to break tackles, have line breaks, even score tries. So you know what you're going to get. Um, and yeah, Lola here again, big boy. Uh, is he get known to five eight? So I mean, again, they're just good players to have. Just they just stack up the points with these offloads and, and, and break tackles, line breaks. They're just they're, they're good to have. And the only downside is they, they might not play three games to get you the price drops. <laughs> You've got to wait for the prize prize. But yeah. I'll tell you what, one or two breaks, the amount of tackles they shrug off and things like that, like That's Conor right. Hurrell, I mean, suddenly you're looking at the points and you're up 20 more points from one bust. <laughs> well, they all add up, don't they? So, I mean, that's why I love people like Tamalolo, you know, like there's the, the minor little tackle breaks, they're just so good and they, they eventually all add up because they always break the first tackle. Yeah. Yeah, and and peeped, uh, Kevin Naguama for the Tigers gets named because David Nofaluma is injured, but probably a little bit higher at three forty three. But geez, he just he just manages to put up big games. I mean, he did the same thing last year. Uh, he didn't get on the field much, but when he did, he put points on the board. Yeah, once again, uh, something else to look out for, blokes. I was looking at it today actually, and looking at the ones who scored, you know low points overall for the season last year if they were injured a fair bit, just keep an eye out for them because you can get them for pretty good value and I think he'd be definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Quite an experienced player as well and um, yeah, I think he's a good pick-up for the Tigers. He, he may well go very well on the end of that young back line. Yeah, I, I think so. The way he played in the nines was very encouraging. He, he looks fit, he looks ready. Um, Curtis Rona got an opportunity for the dogs on the wing. I was a little surprised. I didn't. I didn't know if he would be able to get in um, into that starting lineup. There's some good options there. Brett Morris, of course, has come over there. He's going to play fullback, but that's going to be interesting because uh, he was a guy for the Cowboys that was, um, you know, he sort of created a bit of waves last year and and, and would get you some half decent points. And the, in the team the Bulldogs are playing are the Panthers and, and George Jennings, uh, the nephew of Michael Jennings. So. That's going to be interesting as well. Um, he's named on the wing there with no uh, Josh Mansour uh, for Penrith. So I think those those two guys are very interesting uh, indeed. And, um, you know, the Sharks, we talked a little bit about them before, but uh, some of their back line, Ricky Luatelli, so I see a Fecky, um, the two big names, Moldog, I guess, that we were hoping, Valentine Holmes and Jack Bird, they're on an extended bench, so they haven't quite sort of made made that um, starting lineup yet, but, but still very intriguing. But, but, but Well, particularly Holmes, really, but Bird's the cheapie. Well, that's right. I mean, I, I, well, Bird's on my, on my watch list. Obviously, if, you, if you're playing Supercoach, he would be, but uh, I was surprised that uh, Valentine Holmes is not in the run-on squad. I think he's probably one of their better outside backs, and it's surprising that he's not playing, um, or sorry, not, not starting. Um, and Jack Bird, again, he, he looked very impressive. I'm sure uh, Pete's a bit upset that the Dragons let him go. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he looks the goods. Uh, if he gets his shot, he'll, I'm pretty sure that he'll, he'll make you money. Well, the Dragons have got their own sort of um, super coach uh, sleeper in Itonii Nabuli. Tell us a bit about him, uh, Ito Nabuli. I uh, saw him play in the Charity Shield game, and he played quite well. Um, he handled himself all right in the um, 
in the club challenge match over in England. He did, um, get, I think, put on report as a penalised just for a high shot, but seemed to handle the occasion quite well, I thought, the young fella. So um, McGregor has said, he's on report, so these young guys, if um, they play well enough, he'll give them a spot. And it's, it's good to see a young man uh, like Nabil get the spot. So yeah. We'll know a lot more after Monday night. Well, 113,000, I mean, if you can find a bench spot for him, I think he's he's worth it for Supercoach because you've just, um, you you know, the the odds are he's going to go up in value if he keeps starting. Um, And, you know, he's got the sort of size-speed combination you're looking for. And obviously, as McGregor said, young enough if you're good enough. Um, so that would be very interesting. It's the same kind of vein as Redrider. You know, he was... Mm -hmm. Very cheap last year, and same kind of build and, and speed, and they just got shades of, shades of the same thing. And Richard up being a bloody keeper, you know. Yeah, and finally in the Cowboys Roosters game, I, I was a bit disappointed. One of my guys, Dylan Napper, is off off the bench, but he, I still think he could have a, a good game. But um, Ethan Lowe for the Cowboys getting a start. I think that's an interesting one. I think um, he's got a lot of potential as a high upside player and um, alongside Gavin Cooper and Jason Tamalolo, I mean, two to my favourites in there in the back row. I mean, you could probably do worse than pick five or six Cowboys players, to be honest. Um, they look pretty strong this year, but definitely Ethan Lowe is one I'd like to look at for the Cowboys and, and, and Dylan Narpa to watch from the Roosters. Uh, let's see how they how they go. Um Look, it's going to be a great week. Uh, Ryan and M- MS and I will be up to wrap it all up on a Sunday night. Or we won't get to get to the Monday night game. We'll just have to talk about that this time next week, Pete. Uh, good luck with your Dragons. But um, oh, thank you very much. A uh, yeah, big, big game to start the season at Cogrove um, against um, Melbourne. That should be a, be a cracking game. Yeah, absolutely. But just uh, yeah. Rem- Remember to download this podcast. You can go to www.supercoachpros.com to find it or subscribe on the iTunes. Just simply write in Supercoach Pros. And model, make sure you follow us on Twitter. That's the key, isn't it? Following us on, on Twitter and getting all that up-to-the-minute information. Yeah, it's, it's good. I, mean, um, I, love watching, I love watching my footy and, and love doing the Supercoach, so hopefully I can be of some service to you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I think so indeed, and uh, you know we've, we've had a pretty good record in, in the past few years. Obviously, been on a different podcast in a real live forty twenty, but this one, the SuperCoachPros.com. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show, and we'll do it all again with the uh, re- review show on Sunday, and then back with another roundtable next Thursday. Thanks, Moldog. Thanks, Pete. We'll talk to you guys next week. Absolute pleasure. Look forward to it. See you guys.